0: Welcome to the sip and savor podcast, where I spotlight Houston's best food, fine restaurants and top culinary names. I'm your host, Mega McSwain. I have always felt that the reason Houston is such a great food city is because it is made up of great people. People who are passionate about their craft, warm, welcoming people, ones who put 110% into creating a quality experience for diners. This is proven to me time and time again as I visit different restaurants and meet the people who run them. Recently, I discovered Craft Pita, a fast casual Lebanese restaurant in the Galleria area run by a person who exemplifies this precisely. Rafael Nasser, or Rafi as he is better known, a longtime hospitality veteran in Texas, owns and operates Craft Pita with assistance from family members who, among other things, help him manage the social media, decorate the space, and serve as a support system. Rafi is a first-generation Lebanese American, born in Houston, but spent summers at his grandmother's home in Olive Oil Grove in Lebanon. Lots of experience with food trucks, restaurants, and hospitality in Texas led him to open his own restaurant, Craft Pita, just two years ago. Located in a modest retail strip on Fountain View at San Felipe, Craft Pita offers a cozy, light-filled space in which to enjoy authentic Lebanese eats, many items made from Rafi's own family's recipes. Rafi is a permanent fixture at Craft Pita, his jovial voice often heard behind the counter, taking orders, or visiting with customers as they dine. In addition to his warm hospitality, he goes to great lengths to incorporate local, sustainably sourced ingredients from heart brand certified Akashi beef, to produce from Atkinson Farms. The result is full-flavored fresh plates like tabbouleh salad with pomegranate vinaigrette, pita sandwiches stuffed with red cabbage and roasted potatoes, and falafel bowls with tahini sauce. I was immediately impressed by not only how tasty the food was, but by Rafi's vision to provide a quality experience in a sensible, conscious way, down to the eco-friendly takeout containers he uses. I think it's people like Rafi who are the true innovators of Houston's culinary scene, because they care. They care about what goes into our bodies, they care about the planet, and they care to do and be better. Join me as I chat with Rafi Nasser and his labor of love, Craft Pita. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good, good. So, I'm so excited that you're joining me on Sip and Savor because, as you know, I just came in here for the first yeah. time a couple weeks ago and I was like instant fan.
1: Thank you so much. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. And yeah. Glad we got you in the store the other day. It seemed like you and your husband had a great time it Was a yes, pleasure yes, serving yes. you guys. We
0: did. This is like our kind of food. Just like clean, fresh, Definitely. you know, really good meats, really mm-hmm. coo- good vegetables and, um, I'm like a hummus head. Oh, I have to have like three hummuses in my fridge at all times. I love hummus, so um, so totally enjoyed our experience here. So I definitely want to share uh, the story of Kraft Pita, the story of you with Mm -hmm. uh, with our listeners. So um, so let's get into it. Craft Pita here on Fountain View and kind of San Felipe. So is this like Tanglewood area? This is
1: Tanglewood. We also consider ourselves really, our direct neighborhood is Briar Grove right behind us. But for all intents and purposes, you can call us Tanglewood or the Gallery area. and That's our area.
0: You know, and I have to say, I love like a neighborhood cafe. Like I stick to my neighborhood, Mm -hmm. which is kind of right now in Montrose and I really tend to just be a regular at the Mm -hmm. places around there. So to be honest, I wasn't as familiar as yeah. at Kraft, as craft uh, because I'm not I don't live in this neighborhood. Mm. Um, so i was so glad you reached out, and I was wondering about that because do you? This is such a great restaurant, and I feel like the food and everything really speaks mm. for itself. But were you are you do you try to get like? bloggers to come out and do you try to get writers to come out and try it because it's such a neighborhood
1: joint so we are a neighborhood joint um definitely try to service our direct area here because we have a great neighborhood we also have a lot of offices in the area we so we don't have our own we don't have our own publicist all of our marketing is done between me and my sister sophia she works in advertising and has a marketing background so everything we do we do ourselves uh so when i message you it was actually like me messaging yeah. you no um, i
0: love that and i'm so glad you did because i might have come across it at some yeah. point i just eat out so much all the definitely. time there's always places to try so i'm so glad you reached mm-hmm. out because um i i'm just i was thrilled and i loved it
1: yeah we you know we've definitely worked with other uh bloggers and journalists and writers throughout town um especially when we first opened our grand opening we did like a big giant influencer dinner event which is really cool uh something i'd love to do again one day once that's all kosher again with covid going on um where we have a bunch of people out and do a full tasting um and we've had you know a good amount of pressuring about us and obviously the more the better never hurts right and uh we just always focus on at the end of the day you got to take care of who comes in your your doors, your your four walls. That's the best marketing you can ever do. For
0: sure. I want to talk about these four walls because you'll notice – well, I noticed right away when I got here, it is so well-kept, this restaurant. It's so neatly appointed. It's so warm. There's a patio in the front. Um, There's flowers, fresh flowers Mm -hmm. on the table. Um, Super clean. It's just from the moment you enter to the moment you sit down and you see the food arrive – even the food is pretty. So I appreciate that all that attention Mm -hmm. to detail. And I think it just adds to the experience. Definitely.
1: I think, uh, you know, we consider ourselves fine, fast, casual. And part of that fine, uh, experience is the environment, the service, uh, the details, like you said, the flowers on the table, which I don't handle. That's all my mom, Claudia, (laughs) who you'll see around the restaurant all the time. I'm off flower duty. (laughs) uh, (laughs) we really just wanted to create a new experience for a Lebanese Mediterranean Middle Eastern restaurant that we noticed that didn't really exist in town. There's a lot of the OG places throughout town that uh, just kind of have an old school vibe and you go to a typical Lebanese restaurant, there's going to be pictures of very famous Lebanese monuments, uh, a lot of Lebanese flags, which obviously were super proud of that stuff, but we wanted to have a different feel, different environment to our restaurant that makes it inviting to anyone who's ever had the food. Uh, we're super aware that you know certain words that if you don't understand them, might turn you off from dining at a restaurant. So we wanted to have a super exciting, warm, uh, relaxed environment that you can either hang out here for an hour or two with your friends, drinking wine, eating meze. Or you can have a 10 minute sandwich and walk right out the door.
0: Right. That is exactly what it is because you, it is counter service. So you Mm -hmm. order at the counter and you could take it to go. But if you decide to stay here, it is just really cute. Yes. I mean, if you were, if you want to do the Insta photos Mm -hmm. with your food, it's just a pretty place to do it with all the bright green and the, the the art and everything. So, um, so I do appreciate that. It's really pretty here. Uh, let's talk about the menu. Mm -hmm. You mentioned people might not know some of the items when they read the menu. Uh, Let's talk about
1: what's on. The, what's on yeah, there. so our menu has four different sections to it. One of them is our shared plate section of the menu, which consists of different varieties of Lebanese meze. Meze is basically the word for of, like tapas or small plates in Arabic, and you're gonna find our spreads like our hummus, like which you said you love. I loved it. We also have our spicy hummus, which is a new addition to the menu. Being here in Texas, people just love their spicy yes. food. And uh, we also have labneh, which is like a yogurt spread, baba ghanoush, of course. we also got Lebanese flatbreads, hot shared plates like falafel, cauliflower, and the classic salads. We also have a rotating seasonal item that always uses locally sourced produce from our local farmers like Atkinson Farms or Planet Forward. And then we have our pita sandwiches, obviously chicken pita, that's probably the number one item on the menu. And then our bowls where you choose between a rice bowl or a salad bowl.
0: I love that because that's yeah. just a little bit healthier if you don't Definitely. want all that bread.
1: Definitely. Our chicken bowl is probably the most popular item in the restaurant other than the chicken pita, which comes with either our signature Lebanese rice, which is delicious. Not as healthy yeah. as our fattish salad, which is super healthy, organic greens and, and locally so sourced so delicious. Produce. Like
0: Just so much freshness. Mm. Um, I love that you support these local... Uh, farms and vendors. I remember when I was here, your seasonal special was a tomato salad. Yeah, it's
1: our Texas Feta Summer Salad. It
0: was so good because it was just so fresh Mm. and the tomatoes, I mean, those were just delicious.
1: That's our most uh, popular and since we're only open, been open for two years, that's the only salad. Sorry, seasonal will make it back for the third time and definitely we will bring it back next summer. Uh, We're just really lucky to be in Houston where we have a great agricultural scene that... It's kind of underrated i mean when i was a kid growing up there was cows in Katy, texas
0: right where
1: atkinson farms is one of our uh, local farms there's you know 20 years ago when they first started planting food there there wasn't suburbs around them now there is um and it's hot here in texas which means the tomatoes love it yeah which you got to take advantage of that we have some produce here that you know not everyone else in the country gets to use
0: right for sure so you said this has been open for two years, yeah. but you mentioned to me that I guess this was, it kind of started from being a food truck. Yeah.
1: So my family has been involved in the restaurant business in one way or another, uh, my entire life, my, uh, grandfather opened restaurants in Miami. Um, my parents opened a restaurant in the Galleria when I was a kid.
0: What was that restaurant? Uh, it was
1: called Cafe Mundial. Okay. Very short lived. <laughs> my parents both had other jobs and businesses sure. with like a bunch of with toddlers as well. And they learned that, uh, real estate in the mall is very seasonal. Yes. Um, but you know, kind of being around all this also my, my uncle in Lebanon owns and operates restaurants. So I've just always grown up around the kitchen or even my summers in Lebanon. I grew up, uh, you know, helping out my uncle while I was there. Um, But you mentioned the food truck. When I was in college studying entrepreneurship at TCU, I decided that there was a, I didn't decide. I noticed there was a need for where I lived on campus that none of the students had anywhere to eat. So I approached the school. They allowed me to open a food truck there. It was called the Mediterranean Chunky Monkey. (laughs) Mediterranean
0: Chunky Monkey. Yeah,
1: quite the name. It was not my idea. It was my business partner's idea. And we actually went and we were selling the business. I decided to sell the business um, to graduate on time. TCU is not a cheap school by any means.
0: So you were going to school and running this truck with a partner at the same time.
1: exactly. So I was taking 12 hours of school. Working from like eight to two, three PM, yeah. prepping from like two, three PM till about five PM, and then serving from five thirty till about two AM. I made <gasps> oh my all my God. money from like twelve AM till two AM. Everyone getting home from the bars. Yes,
0: and so, uh, so it was obviously a success.
1: It was a success, you know, definitely a big success on campus. Uh, just there was nothing like that in town this was in Fort Worth not obviously not a lot of shawarma food trucks <laughs> uh but we, and that is so good at 2 a.m exactly exactly so people and also when you have a crowd that doesn't really care what they're paying for it also helps you <laughs> makes a big difference I
0: guess that helps yes
1: and uh we sold the truck and uh after that I moved back to Houston people really enjoy our catering food because it makes you feel good right after you eat it, yes. Whereas, like, a lot of catering options slow you down, and you don't
0: want to work after. Don't want to work right? afterwards,
1: whether it's a deli sandwich or or fajitas or barbecue. Oh my um, god,
0: I could not eat fajitas for lunch. Maybe
1: that's the top catering options in the city serious? are fajitas and barbecue. Oh Mexican. My god. See, and barbecue. I don't
0: work in an office, yeah. so I don't know what people <laughs> are eating during lunch, but god, that sounds really heavy. Yeah,
1: and what's not is our box lunch, which comes with a pita hummus, chips, and a cookie. We also do buffets, which are obviously a great option because you can kind of pick and choose what you want, which is great for the picky eaters, yes. which every office has them. Yes, um, so, Or like the people who have allergies or don't want
0: to go their there. Yeah, and,
1: and we, the other reason why people love our catering is we really have amazing options for vegans and vegetarians, like you said earlier, which is not to be said for a lot of other catering right. options. Most of the time... You you have to compromise, and with our vegetarian and vegan options, you're not compromising at all.
0: Right? No, I, I agree with that. We had I had plenty of vegetarian stuff when I came yep. in. I had the falafel, and mm-hmm. God, it was so tasty. Yeah, our
1: falafel is awesome. Obviously, it tastes better in the restaurant, but it makes great for catering as well. And we also have things like sandwich trays, and we have chip and dip packs, which are great if you're just like hosting a you know a small party at your house. Mm-hmm. Well, we also have Mesa Platters, which is like a mix-and-match option.
0: Yeah, I was thinking this is just the perfect place to get if you're having like 10 people over for dinner exactly. and you want just like finger mm-hmm. foods or snacks or th- shareables. You We're know?
1: perfect for just getting shareables. You can get our all of our spreads by the quart or by the pint. Nice. Or if you're having a big party, by the half pan or full pan, whatever you need.
0: And you have a partnership with the Texans, Yeah, right?
1: we sure do. So we got to make friends with our good friends over at at the nutrition staff for the Houston Texans over on Kirby. Uh, Jacob and Ladd are amazing people, and they basically stumbled upon us. Uh, and I, I'm a big, big homer. Uh, I'm, no one likes the Texans more than me, I can assure you that much. Uh, and we hit it off. We started by sampling out some of the stuff to uh, the players and – Whitney Merciless, I think, was the big seller on our food. He loved our food.
0: Yeah, I could just see how they would love it, because there's so much clean meat. Exactly. Um, lots, of, and some of them, I don't know, I'm not, okay, clearly yeah. you could tell I don't know <laughs> all the Texans, but I feel like some. T- I've heard that some are vegan, some, like, they prefer to eat vegan. Yeah, so.
1: so there's actually a big trend in the NFL of these guys switching either pescatarian or vegan right. or vegetarian, which makes catering really hard. And for obviously, sure. they have a great staff over there who cooks for them. But they use us for, first of all, their hummus. They carry our hummus in their cafeteria. We do a, day, a weekly drop-off over there. Wow. Yeah. I and need to
0: get in on that. Definitely.
1: Definitely. It's, <laughs> they're really happy with it. And, uh, and that's also vegan, vegetarian, obviously. And then whenever they need like quick meals, maybe post-game, post-practice, they love our pitas. And like you said, the clean meat is definitely one of the things they really go to us for. They love our rotisserie chicken. Those guys get a rotisserie chicken with cauliflower and rice, and it fills them up.
0: For sure, It's
1: healthy, and, you know, one of the reasons why the nutrition staff loves us over there is because when you eat good, not only do you perform better, but you also recover better. It makes a really big difference what you put in your body.
0: That is, like, my mantra. Like, you are what you eat for real. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Definitely. And those guys, even though, you know, they're professional athletes there's a reason why they have a nutrition staff over there they need someone to tell them what to eat what's clean what's healthy right and uh and those guys love our food thankfully
0: and what i love about this is usually people make the excuse i don't have time to do i don't have time to eat clean or i don't have time for this and that but this is fast it's exactly you guys are on the delivery Mm -hmm. apps you can take food to go and it still tastes just as good at home
1: we want to be a clean convenient option for anybody not a single item on our menu is more than 650 calories oh, and nice. so it makes a big difference you know when you don't have to think about eating well. right you can just come here switch between pitas switch between bowls or tissue chicken and no matter what you eat you're gonna eat well and if you want to have a nice little cheat meal you can we have french fries we have we have buck of ice cream <laughs> you know you can splurge if you want to
0: so here's the million dollar question yeah When are there going to be more locations? Because I will drive down to Tanglewood (laughs) if I have to because I do like the food, but I would love it if you opened up more locations. Definitely.
1: We're definitely aware the Galleria is a traffic-heavy area. (laughs) Uh, We are in the process, as we speak, negotiating for a second spot. Yes. So hopefully we'll uh, end up closer to you in your part of town. We are looking in the West U Heights primarily good. areas, great areas. So hopefully not Montrose next to you yet, but eventually we'll <laughs> yes, get up over good. there. Yes, good.
0: Well, good luck. You know, you have a fan in me. Uh, this is just like my kind of food, and I thank love you. it. So thank you so much. Uh, good luck to you, and I hope there's a hundred more locations in Absolutely. Houston soon.
1: That's the plan. <laughs> we uh, we look forward to seeing you again very soon. For
0: sure, and.
1: Uh, if there's if there's any good locations here, you gotta let me know.
0: Oh yeah, I'll I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you those tips, those real estate tips. Any, anything I see. All right, thanks so much for joining me, Rafi.
1: Appreciate it, guy. You have a great day.
0: The more I learn, the more impressed I am with how much Rafi has grown Craft Pita in only two years. One of those years being 2020, during which he, like so many others, had to deal with the pandemic and the restaurant shutdown. As always, Rafi was so kind and sent me home with a bag full of goodies after our chat, including a couple of sweets, which I want to share the details of with y'all. As he mentioned, he's a big fan of supporting local, And so some of the desserts he has available at Craft Pita are a collaborative effort with Michael's Cookie Jar, a famous Houston bakery, which is located right next door to the restaurant. I tried the Tahini Blondie and the Turkish Coffee Brownie. Both were awesome, especially if you're a Michael's Cookie Jar fan already. These have a little bit of a Mediterranean twist and they're just fun fusion desserts thank you for listening today. If you want to keep up with craft Pita, follow at craft Pita on Instagram. You'll see some major food porn there and you can learn all about what Rafi is, uh, is doing to follow along with my Houston dining adventures. Follow at hot pink Houston on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and follow at sip and savor podcast for more details on today's episode. If you love this podcast and want to hear more, please do subscribe and look out for new episodes every Wednesday on the Eat Drink Dine Podcast Network. Until next time, sip and savor well.